ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome to Seize the Good, the positive podcast with passionate people. If you care about fashion and the environment, this episode is for you. I'm Stephanie, and today we're chatting with Wendy Oldani, founder of Love Shows the Way. Wendy is a supply chain expert, and she started a sustainable clothing company to focus on sustainability and product development. Quick note, if you don't know what supply chain is, it's just like what it sounds, the chain of supplies. A product has a long way to go to get to us when we buy things, from the raw materials, to the manufacturer, to the shipping, to retail, etc. There are a lot of ways to focus, or unfortunately not focus, on the environment in that process. Wendy and I also chat about creating a paradigm shift to focus on conscious consumerism. I know that's a really wordy phrase, but it's really important and why hemp is the right way to go and not just about marijuana. Wendy is crazy smart and really passionate about what she's doing, and it's a really fascinating conversation. Okay, Wendy, thank you so much for being on Seize the Good today. Thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate it. Can you give us a quick overview of what Love Shows the Way is? Yes. So Love Shows the Way is my brand of hemp and organic cotton apparel. And I'm launching with women's first and sweaters specifically. And um, I've been doing this type of work for 15 years for other brands. And this is the very first time I've had my own brand. So you have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit in you, for sure. Um, why, why hemp? Well, so many reasons for hemp. But um, in my last 15 years of being a designer, product developer, supply chain expert, I have been you know, using a lot of polyester. And it has now come to light that polyester sheds these microplastics. And all of us, unfortunately, are eating about five grams of microplastics a week. That is. We're, e- we're eating them? Yes. Is that what you said? Yes. It's in our water. It, it's really terrible. Google it. It's there. It's, it's scientific research and it's scary. And this is the type of world we live in. So knowing that I've been a contributor to, you know, the fashion industry, which is a a major polluter, I had to have some like moral reckoning within myself. And I decided that I needed to switch to only producing with natural fibers uh, because they biodegrade. And like synthetic fibers like polyester or nylon, acrylic, those things never degrade. So that was a mindset switch for me. And then I realized I would never totally have control of my work if it wasn't just completely mine. So that's where the idea became where I decided I was going to have my own line. And I am not a marketer. I'm just a passionate supply chain expert who knows how to build beautiful things. And I'm going to do it in the most sustainable way. 
And I want to elevate my supply chain partners along the way. So we're growing and starting to use the best methodologies um, to be protective of the environment and learn and grow from our mistakes and continue to share that information um, very transparently with other brands who want to do the right thing as well. Um, because this brand and, and myself, we, I realize that everything is connected. Um, we are connected to nature intimately, and it's time that we start treating our environment with the utmost respect. Completely agreed. So I have two questions from what you just said. So first of all, I know you are, um, you know, like you said, you've been in this field for a long time um, and you're an expert in supply chain. Um, So you knew a lot, you knew slash know a lot of this kind of information. Did you have to do a lot of, a lot of research about hemp and recycling and, and being sustainable or, or things like that? Or was this all stuff that you knew from your previous roles? Well, I would say in the last three years, my own personal research in sustainability and hemp specifically has dialed up like a bunch. Um, And I've, I've done a lot of my own research recently. I did have a short stint working with Patagonia Um, about three years ago. And that was lovely. I mean, they are the model child of sustainability within the fashion industry. But hemp, when I, hemp is rising in the zeitgeist and the collective consciousness, we have um, the, the farm bill that passed in the United States, which allows industrial hemp to be grown. And hemp is going back 8,000 years, it's a plant that not only can produce textiles, it can produce food, it can produce oil. Um, it can, the fibers can be put into building materials. I mean, this is a plant that grows from a seed to a final plant in a hundred days. And that's a very short time frame. And the regenerative agriculture um, scientists and lobbyists are trying to get the Midwestern farmers who are growing the soybean crops and the corn crops to grow hemp intermittently between their crops to help um, regenerate the soil to bring the nutrients back into the soil that that ends up getting depleted by the monocrops that are constantly grown. You know, crop after crop is the same. And we're also finding that hemp sequesters a lot of carbon from the atmosphere and draws it back down into the roots and finally into the soil where the carbon belongs. So there's a ton of amazing science that's connecting hemp as this amazing product that is regenerative um, and closed loop for um, use. And it's just not being utilized. So Love Shows the Way... It can be a, um, a marketing brand that helps turn consumer awareness on to hemp for the other purposes besides textiles and also to get rid of the stigma that hemp is associated only with cannabis because that's not the truth. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's really interesting um, that we're, we're talking today because just on Tuesday, um, 
there was a uh, the governor signed a bill into law that hemp and, and CBD products are now legal. Um, the governor just signed it, which is really exciting. Um, and of so now, Ohio? yes, of Ohio. Okay. That is where I'm Very from. Good. Yes. Um. So really exciting, and now even more exciting to hear all of you know, the benefits and, and things that you just mentioned. Um, so I want to take it back a step. And you were talking about how Patagonia is a great is a great model and how you are also hoping that Love Shows the Way um, can really encourage other businesses to have sustainable supply chains and, and things like that. And that's really fascinating. Um, a lot of people and a lot of businesses really want to protect their trade secrets and and what makes them great. So it's really exciting that you want to kind of share what you've learned with other businesses. Can you tell me a little bit about how you do that and, um, you know, what your, your heart was behind it and, and things like that? Sure. Sure. So we're just launching and just getting started. So my contribution to consumers hasn't made an impact yet. But the grand vision is sharing wisdom about conscious consumerism that really invokes a personal responsibility in each person. Because at the end of the day, it's an individual's responsibility to do the best they can with the resources they have and the, the knowledge they have. And if we can optimize each individual, then collectively we have bigger groups who are choosing um, better ways of living. And we eventually just need a paradigm shift towards more conscious consumerism. So the first line of business is pretty much educating uh, consumers that um, we need to start using materials in all of our product products, whether it is um, a garment, a building material, a rug, um, you know, what have you, with less to none of synthetic and and head towards more cellulosic um, fibers or natural fibers such as hemp. And hemp is a really good one because it can be used in so many products. It's it's one of the most versatile plants um, on earth. So it starts with these individual choices that can help over time uh, get humanity back in cadence and natural rhythms with Mother Earth. And I envision a world where businesses and economies can grow in, in a cadence that works with our planet. And we have to get to that. And what's exciting is there's a lot of push for what's called the circular economy. Um, your listeners can Google the Ellen MacArthur Foundation. They are doing amazing work to help um, penetrate the, the idea of cradle-to-cradle products, um, circular thinking in design, uh, circular thinking in products and what their light end of life plan will be. And that's where we have to go. Um, we have to think in terms of not just recycling, but what is the end 
usage of this product? Will it degrade? Can it go into a, a recycling and then uh, the fibers go back into a regenerated yarn and then made into a new product? So some really amazing, innovative thinking that is in tandem with nature. Wow, that's super interesting. And I will definitely put um, Ellen MacArthur Foundation and the Circular Circular Economy um, links in the show notes so, so people can find it there. So you clearly know what you're talking about. You're clearly very passionate about this. Um, and you kind of mentioned at the beginning that you wanted to start your own your own business because you wouldn't have complete control over every step of the way unless you did. And you wouldn't be able to make sure that it was really sustainable and really, um, you know, good for the environment and, and all of that things without you having control. Um, so tell me your story of starting this business where you're, were your friends and family on board with you, you know, kind of abandoning all and working and <laughs> life to work us the way? Sure. Um, it's kind of funny. I have been the black sheep, so to speak, ever since I could remember. Um, I've always been like, like feeling like an outsider kind of observing and looking at social groups and families and just kind of like being the observer. And, um, although I'm very much loved by my family and have friends, I've always been looked upon like, yeah, that's Wendy. That's what she does. And, you know, she's, she's a little, she moves, you know, by her own beat of her own drum. And this is no different. Um, I have had multiple calls with different marketers. Um, cause I like going back to what I'm saying, I, I'm not a marketer. I'm a supply chain expert designer, and I definitely need a marketer for this brand. Um, otherwise I won't have a business. And I have been on at least 25 calls with 25 different marketers and I cannot connect with the right one. And I'm going to hold out until I find this person who gets it from a heart place. Um, I really believe that the world does not need another product. And I want Love Shows the Way to be almost like a uh, NPR or a PBS of bite-sized wisdom that inspires the consumer to make better choices in their life. And the consumer pretty much votes with their dollar by supporting Love Shows the Way. And that helps me to create more content um, that helps promote the brand even further, the brand being the ideals, the messaging, the education. And we're not there yet, but I have visions for short, you know, uh, one minute films. I don't know if you're familiar with Jay Shetty, but he has an amazing uh, business that he does these one minute videos where he wants to make wisdom go viral. And that's what I want to do in the space of regenerative agriculture, regenerative cultures, conscious consumerism, and uh, people can support our Love Shows the Way's efforts by buying amazing product that's sustainably made and helps promote hemp. 
Um, and I would love to talk to you about hemp in the United States versus hemp where it's produced right now for textiles in China. Yeah, let's hear it. Tell me everything All you right. know. All righty. Well, right now, so China has an 8,000-year-old history with hemp textiles, and they've always been ahead. And um, it's amazing. I just was in China last month in the Shandong province, and that is the um, area where Confucius, the philosophical leader from many, many years ago, thousands of years ago, um, was born in flashback to history yeah. class, right? <laughs> and it's so cool because I was there and China has these stigmas, especially with Americans. Oh, that was made in China and China this and China that. Well, China is a massive, massive landmass. And the stereotypes don't fit in all places, just like we have stereotypes in the U.S. and they, they're not applicable to all places. But anyway, the Shandong province is very agriculture uh, driven and the people are amazing. You can tell this Confucianism is like in the heart and soul and culture and these people are so peaceful and they always think of the other before self. And that's just so evident in all the business practices and walking down the street. Um, it's, it's pretty much amazing. So anyway, I went to the largest hemp mill in, uh, Qingdao, uh, China and watched hemp be, um, raw hemp being processed into yarns. And then, um, working with my vendor who takes those yarns and, uh, dyes the yarn and knits them into my beautiful sweaters. And it's a beautiful, uh, fair, equitable, uh, all boats rise supply chain. And eventually in the United States, um, I would like to bring hemp textile production back where I see the Midwestern farmers growing the hemp and North Carolina has always been the hub of textile production in the United States. Well, Unfortunately, they're 40 years behind in hemp textile production because there was a prohibition here for hemp in the United States. And hemp takes some extra processing to take the stalks and make it into cottonized um, fibers that are market worthy for textiles. So um, I'm part of a group that's really trying to help um, you know, push the textiles for hemp. Um, but we're a couple years away from getting really good quality stuff here in the United States. So I just kind of wanted to give a lay of the land of what the textile scene looks like uh, in hemp. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I love that what you're doing and, and how love shows the way is so much bigger than just like really cute sweaters. Um, you're working to make a really lasting, sustainable impact, which is very cool. Your website talks a lot about being intentional. Can you tell me a little bit about how Love Shows the Way is, in, mm -hmm. is intentional and how you make your days intentional and what that means to you? Yeah. I believe that our words and our thoughts and our actions, the more we can be mindful about them, the more we're guided um, vi vibrationally to the right track. And you know, it's cool. Neuroscience is really connecting with 
like the spiritual and metaphysical teachings that have always been a little woo woo and not mainstream. But recently neuroscience is like realizing, oh, there are uh, electromagnetic fields that are attached to words and actions. And there are different states of flow and consciousness. And so in my own bite-sized way, just through the messaging, letting people know that we should really think um, about what make making our actions intentional, making our thoughts intentional, and a really good way. And this is the reason why I named it "Love Shows the Way." If there's a decision to be made, if you just take a big breath and you exhale and you say to yourself, "Love shows the way," you can pretty much get to the right place where you need to go, because. I believe um, love is the thing that animates everything. It's the source creation. So that's where love shows the way um, came from. And just trying to make personal wisdom go viral so that we can have a paradigm shift where people in bigger groups are making better choices I love it. I love it so much. And I'm, I'm so glad I asked you that question. Um, you know, we're approaching 20 minutes here. So I, I was thinking about skipping it, but that was a, a beautiful answer. Um, anything that you want to say that I didn't ask? Well, I would like to just thank your audience for listening and just put it out there if this is a message that really connects connects with you, um, I would love for anyone to reach out to me. I'm a big one about co-creation. I believe that ideas exist everywhere. And I believe you can connect and create with anyone, even if even if they were not in the apparel space, I believe all um information has value and you never know how you can create something with someone that really could take off and impact many lives. So I just wanted to put it out there that your audience um, can reach out to me with any questions or contribution or ideas on co-creation or marketing, any, anything. Great. Where is the best place to do that? Instagram, email, Instagram would be amazing. DM me at where love shows the way or um, through my website, um, through the contact us. Those would be the most appropriate ways. Facebook too. Great. Okay. Wendy, thank you so much for being on the show today and for all of the amazing things that you're doing to create lasting change uh, through supply chain and in the fashion industry. Love Shows the Way is just getting started, but I know we're going to see really big things from Wendy. I'm so excited to follow along. Check the show notes for more info on Love Shows the Way, links to info about the circular economy, the Jay Shetty One Minute Wisdom videos, and information on the recently passed Ohio laws on hemp and CBD. That's it for Seize the Good this week. You can find us on Twitter at Seize the Good and Instagram at Seize the Good Podcast. Feel free to say hi at Stephanie at Seize the Good.org. And don't forget to subscribe for more interviews with movers and shakers, believers and doers, and general world changers. Mm-hmm.